It's time. It's time to wake up. DJ Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The Breakfast Club, bitches. The voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Good morning, USA. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. Good morning. Good morning, baby. Few more days until it's holiday break. You say good morning, baby. Who you talking to? I'm talking to the listeners. Oh. a lot of listeners out there. Good morning, baby. What's happening? How y'all feeling? Y'all good? All right. Just never know what you sometimes. Well, yes, good morning. Oh, hold on. So wait a minute. When y'all open the mic, y'all not talking to the listeners? Yeah, but you saying good morning, baby. I thought that was directly to me. Oh. I, I know you ain't talking. As much as you, what do you be saying? Um, Hey, mama. <laughs> it's mama. <laughs> mama. Call everybody damn mama. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. Showing your Dominican side. <laughs> My Dominican side. Well, good morning. That's right. Back in the building. <laughs> How y'all feeling? Y'all good? Yeah, Everything welcome right? back from... Bless black and highly favored. Welcome yeah. back from Miami. Yeah. DMV. Back from Miami. Back in the building. It's great to be back. Uh, Miami weather was uh, amazing. 85 degrees. People were in the... In the pool, it was just it was it was it was nice. It was refreshing. It's but Miami. We're back to the cold now. Fifty degrees today is going to be what sixty five tomorrow. So I don't know if in that's, New York. I don't know if that's good or not bad in the tri-state in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's bad or not. Well, I know it's bad. It's but, weird. But it's it feels weird. good that's for a... December. I think. I remember one year. No, my birthday's man. in January. Climate change. One year um, when I was younger, my birthday's in January, and randomly on my birthday, it was like in New York, it, it was like seventy degrees. That never ever happened, and it's I was not like, supposed this is to. So weird. That's not right. But it was just once. <laughs> yeah, just you know, once. normally it's snowing and icy. So, yeah. Uh, but I do see that there's like a huge surge in COVID cases as of late. I, I went to go get tested yesterday, and they were telling me that uh, it's been packed lately. And she was like, "It's been busier than it's ever been before." I can imagine. Mm-hmm. People are back traveling. People are back out, and I see even in in some places they're making a. If you're five years old and up, you have to have a vaccination to go in some restaurants, to go in some of the, the, the play parks and things like that around the country. That, that, I heard that as well this morning. Yeah. And a lot of it is going to be you, uh, you know, because a lot of people have been just doing what they're, you know, how there's like a sign on the door and it says if you're vaccinated, then you don't have to wear a mask. But they're relying on people to do it by like the honor system. Yeah, right. That ain't going to work. I know. Never. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news up next. What are we talking about? Well, let's start it off with COVID. COVID cases have crossed the 50 million mark as infections have been surging once again. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee. Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Now, Monday Night Football. The Rams beat the Cardinals last night, 30-23. Now, tonight, Steph Curry will be at the Garden. Now, Steph Curry is now just two three-pointers away from breaking Ray Allen's all-time three-point record. All right? So, of course, the Warriors play the Knicks. And uh, we'll see if he's able to do it. I'm sure he'll be able to do it if he uh, plays, of course. plays the whole game. But uh, that report is brought to you by Hennessy. So, shout out to Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Steph Curry uh, hits three-pointers in his sleep. He only needs two. He'll have that in the first quarter, probably. Yeah, that's an easy one for him. 
All right. And speaking of the NFL, the NFL is requiring players, coaches, and other team personnel to get that COVID-19 booster shot by December 27th. A memo was sent to teams, and it was obtained by the Associated Press. They said, given the increased prevalence of the virus in our communities, our experts have recommended that we implement the CDC's recommendation. COVID cases have crossed the 50 million mark. Infections are surging Mm. once again. So according to uh, reports by Johns Hopkins, it's not just more than the populations of many countries that we have here. It's about double the number of cases America saw during the Spanish flu pandemic, which was back in 1918. And so uh, even though numbers did fall, now numbers are steadily climbing again already. And they're also thinking about the threat of Omicron, according to the World Health Organization. They said if if countries wait until their hospitals start to fill up, it's too late. I'm so confused by this because it's already been proven that even if you're vaccinated, you know, you can still spread the, 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 the virus. But, you know, the vaccine is supposed to protect you, you know, from like real severe illness or hospitalization. So if cases are climbing, what are we supposed to do about that? Well, if, it, it if does. Bad people are vaccinated. It does protect you from getting the virus. But again, there's a breakthrough cases. So it offers some protection and then it does keep you being safer. So hopefully you won't have to get hospitalized or won't die. So I know that. But yeah. what's the point? But if you're already vaccinated, what is the point of them report? If, if, if I think it's like 60 percent of the country is vaccinated. Right. So if the cases are climbing and people are getting vaccinated, what's the point of giving us that information? Well, I also believe they said it was about a year ago since the first uh, COVID-19 vaccination shots were given. So just like the flu shots that people get every year, they do wear off. So that's why they're recommending that people get the booster shot so it can be more effective. As time goes by, it does wear off. Mm. Okay, now a waitress in Arkansas was fired after customers left her a $4,400 tip and her manager made her split it with other staffers. And so... Everybody that was in that party that gave that tip, they all chipped in $100 in tip money. They thought the total would go to both of the servers that they had. They said, we know that servers were really hit hard through COVID-19. It was something that we had come up with to help give back. That, that was according to Grant Wise. He was dining there following a conference in town. But the manager instructed that Ryan Brandt, one of the waiters, pull the tip with her co-workers who didn't serve the party. And that was the arrangement that was unprecedented, she said, in her more than three years working there. She said, I was told that I was going to be giving my cash over to my shift manager and she would take home 20 percent. Here's what she had to say. I was definitely like just shocked and overwhelmed with joy and gratitude in that moment. As soon as I realized what he was saying, to turn right back around and find out that I wasn't keeping it was kind of disheartening because we don't tip share in any way. They fired me over the phone and I've been there for three and a half years so that was also like really heartbreaking especially when I didn't think that I did anything wrong see now they never do that and this was unprecedented you can't make up a rule yeah because the tip is that much money but if they never tip share and when I get ten dollars I get to keep it but now when I get four thousand I should keep that too I thought they tip share and that's what they usually do but that's not right and then you only get 20% of that but you were doing all that work no that's not right and then you get fired the next day? Come yeah, on. That's not like a horrible deal. A horrible deal at a strip club. Now, and they're shaking that ass. And then you got to give it up to the shift manager. Uh, Grant Wise, who is one of the people who left the tip, he did start a GoFundMe page for Ryan Brandt. So, so far, that's raised almost $9,000. Mm. 
All right, and that is your front page news. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on, MV? Good morning, Charlamagne. Good morning, Angela. It's Rick. What's going on? Good morning. Hey, Rick. What up? Good morning. What's going on? Hey, I want to give... I know I've called him before and I've bashed Nori for some of the interviews he's done, sometimes stepping on the guests, but his interview with Alicia Keys was awesome. Nori has stepped his game up as a journalist and he's He's been able to get things out of these uh, these artists that like nobody else has been doing. So uh, if you watch the Alicia Keys uh, interview, I've never watched the interview where she was this open and this friendly and this fun. And I know it's the alcohol, but Nori's been doing a good job. And her album is What's, fire. Plus, Nori I makes you feel really watched, comfortable. He so. does. Yeah, I haven't watched yeah, the latest episode of Drink Chance, but Rick, you sleeping nah, on nah. Nori if you just realizing that. Like, Nori's been doing this for like seven years now. He's been doing it, but he's 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 been working on his craft. Because before he was really stepping on the artists a lot, he was talking over them all the time. He was really you know cutting in when they were talking on everything. And if you read even the comments on on on, on, his, on his on his interviews, you will see people be like, "Oh, Nori, shut up!" So the people could talk. So he's gotten to a point where he's better now. And I'm telling you, Drink Champs is is, is up there with all these other podcasts. And he getting Kanye. He getting. He what getting do you mean up there? Nori's Drop on a clue yeah. bottle for Drink Champs. Drink Champs been wearing the crown for a minute. Yeah, he been top top two for a long time. No, Nori's been doing his best. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all well, been asleep. Listen, we're, I'm critical. I'm, I don't just give away crowns like that. I'm critical of people. Critical of people. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. So, so I'm giving it to Nori well, Mick, because I, I, I appreciate the podcast. I appreciate the music and what he's been doing. And uh, Alicia Keys album is fire. I've been listening to it all morning. I'm getting goosebumps listening to some of the songs. It's just, it's just dope stuff. That's dope. And she's a queer. I gotta check it out. And, and, and make sure y'all listen to the Drink Chance podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. Available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Drop on the clues bombs for Nori and DJ EFN. Yeah, shout to Nori. Nori was actually supposed to come to the car show, but he had to tape an interview for Drink Chance. And I was like, Nori, I understand. It's, it's business. But shout to N-O-R-E. Irene, good morning. Get it off your chest. Good morning. I'm getting off my chest. I uh, moved here from Chicago in 2018. Moved in the landlord's name. I'm going to give her name out. Jahida Ali. I rented from her for three years. She sold the place without me knowing, and they kicked us out. I've been living in a hotel since Thanksgiving with my family, and Orange County, Florida, couldn't do nothing but told me that I had to move out. Literally. Well, you know, sometimes when you're, when you're a landlord and you sell the property, you sell the property with the uh, tenants in it, and it shouldn't be a problem. Now the new owner probably kicked you out, but they they should have gave you a word if they were going if they were not going to keep keep yeah, in the property. They didn't even give us they didn't give us no notice or nothing. I got home from Chicago, I was visiting family in Chicago, came back. I had a notice on my board on my store. I had twenty four hours to move with oh, three no, kids. Oh no, you can't do that. Damn, and you paid the rent yeah. on time and everything. I been she been taking fifteen hundred dollars from me up until October. They kicked us out in October. That's foul. Damn. And I went down to Orange County, the sheriff, and all they told me to do is I got to sue this lady. I couldn't even get my deposit from this lady. Even wow. the new landlords told me that the landlord was hiding from her. She was taking my mail. I didn't even know. She's that foul. She so if there's a new landlord, the new landlord don't want you in the property? The landlord, the new landlord gave us 24 hours to move out. They literally, I moved out within two days. Moved three bedroom, a three bath house into storage, and me and my kids been in a hotel since. I don't know how they would expect anybody to be able to move in 24 hours. That just sounds unreasonable and ridiculous. 
Like, what are they going to do if you don't move? Look, I'm trying to rent from places, and these people want three times your rent. How do I, how can I afford three times rent if I'm paying? And that's the reason why. They not that to raise the rent. Not, not that it's right, but that's what that's the reason why. They, they If they kick you out for paying 1500 and they could probably get $3,000 a month now, then that's that's probably why they, they got you out of there. Yep, and now I'm trying to rent, and these people want three times the rent, and I'm trying to pay for a hotel and still survive and still go to work. I'm sorry, you know? mama. But I'm calling because you guys gave out this website not too long ago. I don't know if it was bcchange.com or something. But change I for change. Through. I don't know if I got it right. Yeah, it's it's BC, BC Change for Change, the number four, BC Change for Change. BC Change for Change? Yeah, the number four. BC Change for Change. Tomorrow's the last day to send in that email, so send in the email right now, okay? Oh, it's a okay. website. Okay. All right, mama. Good luck. Thank you. Love you guys. Good morning. Love you, you back. You guys are the best. I listen to you guys every morning before I go to work. I love you. Charlamagne the God, I watch you every night, my man. I love the show. Thank you, Queen. Appreciate you. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello. Who's this? Good morning, Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Good morning. I just want to shout out everybody out there who's getting a doctoral degree because today I'm on exam number seven mm. and I am burnt out. You almost did. Hey, you almost man. made it through. You almost did, mama. That's right. You yeah, know, you got that Geechee you. blood in you. You can push through. <laughs> thank y'all. I hear that Geechee in your voice. This morning. <laughs> you got an exam this morning? I do. Are you prepared? Have you studied? I've been studying all night, all morning, so... I'm ready to get it out the way. You got this. Oh, okay. That's right. I want you to go get your doctorate so you can be a doctor like me. <laughs> that's right. All right. Thank you, Baba. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Big Phil from Newark. I had a question for Charlemagne, man. Blow your nose first, Phil. Yeah, but still, I, yo, I wanted to know why you'll be sniffing chairs no more. I know Ashanti was just up there, so I wanted to... I mean, I know you wanted to sniff that chair bad. That's a damn lie. I'm 43 years old. Uh, I don't nah, practice nah, bad nah, habits. Question, though, what happened... What happened with uh, Ebony K. Williams, man? I missed that show, man. Oh, Ebony, Ebony, Ebony podcast is coming back. You know, like podcast, well, at least the way we do it on Black Effect, they're seasonal. So, you know, her podcast, Holding uh, Court, will be starting back soon. I, better, better, I, I do miss the old you, like I said, man. So keep your head on straight, man. I don't. But I, I, I appreciate that, brother, though. I appreciate him. I appreciate that, brother. You have to appreciate every version of yourself. That's what my therapist always says. Every version of yourself, you know, you were that version that you needed in that moment. So I appreciate that, brother. But don't miss him. Hello, who's this? Good morning. How are you doing? This is Jaja from Yonkers. Jaja, what up? Get it off your chest. Yes, I'm calling because um, on Thanksgiving, I went to my aunt's house to spend with her. And she's very judgmental. And she made me cry. I got real emotional. And I go to therapy because of her, you know, throughout my life. But, you know, I love my aunt or whatever. But anyway, she called me the other day. And I don't know if I should call her or what. What do you mean? You don't know if you should call her? She has to go to therapy because of this woman. So she's wondering if she should be in contact with her? Yeah, like, it's oh. like she raised me, you know, and I don't even, like, just, uh, like, when she called me, she didn't leave a message, so I'm like, maybe it's not important, so I don't know what she wants, but just to hear her voice is just traumatizing, you know? Oh, well, you, well, you got to respect your boundaries, and she got to respect your boundaries, and when you do talk to her, I'm sure therapy is giving you the language to be able to explain why exactly you have not been picking up her calls. <laughs> <laughs> 
she clearly sounds toxic. Oh, yeah, she is very toxic. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't even sound like you're in the space. It doesn't feel like you're in the space to want to have that conversation with her right now. I shouldn't even call her. I shouldn't even text her. Because like, I was going to even, like, just text her, like, yes, how may I help you? Like, what do you want? You know. You know that's going to yeah. just lead to something that's going to trigger you. And that is true, too. And nothing wrong with boundaries, boo. That's right. I just want to say I love you so much. I listen to you every day. Charlotte, do you have any more books you can send me? Yeah, I got books up there. I'm going I'm to get your address and I'm going to send you a pack. All right. Thank you. Hold on, okay? <laughs> Boundaries are very important to establish during the holidays. That's actually what uh, my, 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 my late night show, The God's Honest Truth, last week, that's what it was about, establishing boundaries with family members during the holidays. That's what last week's episode was about. You can scream it now on Paramount+. Plus. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way, you? Yes, we'll talk about the Golden Globes nominations. This was probably the most fun announcement ever. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. All the guys. The Rumor Report. With Angela Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Saweetie has been on the Jingle Ball concerts. And one thing that she talked about was the fact that she's going to be teaching a college course. Here she is talking with Gandhi and Danielle backstage at the Mercedes-Benz Interview Lounge. And then I heard a rumor that you might be in talks to teach a class at USC. Is that true or did I make it up? Nope. I confirm <laughs> the rumors are true. It is true. Do you want to tell us about this class you're about to teach? Yeah, so I would love to teach about branding, marketing, in the modern day. Because it's important for these businesses to evolve with the modern day consumers. Generation Z, the millennials. Like, they're the people spending the money. So it's important that we evolve and we adapt to the consumer. Well, that's one thing she definitely knows how to do. Mm-hmm. Marketing and branding. Yeah, so I agree with her. Makes sense. I, I, I w- I wonder if that's something that can be taught, though. I really do. Only because, like, social media is such an intimate connection between that person and the consumer. I don't know if corporations can ever have that personal touch. I don't know. But there are certain things, technically, that they can give you advice on. Like, I know people who make a whole living off of, they can pay attention to how long clips should be for people to want to watch it, to get more views. Yeah, some of it can be taught. Some things can be taught. Mm -hmm. You know, so I just feel like... And then even having the right people in the room. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, now, this went viral yesterday. Snoop Dogg was announcing the 2022 Golden Globes nominations, and there were some name mispronunciations. Listen to this. Dennis Villanueva, Doom. Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck, my fault. <laughs> Sorry about that, Ben. Ben Affleck, The Tender Bar. Jamie Dornan, Belfast. Karan, no, Karen Hines, Belfast. <laughs> Work with me now. I see nothing wrong with what he said. <laughs> well, here's, like, for instance, Dennis Villanueva, the director. Here's how you're supposed to pronounce it. Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> and then, you know what? These what? names be hard, though. Yes, that's it. It looks like it's spelled because it's D-E-N-I-S. So he said Dennis, and then it looks like Villanueva. But here, let's pronounce it again. Denis Villeneuve. That's how it's supposed to be. How's Snoop supposed to know? I, would, I don't I would, know. I would never have guessed that one. <laughs> I'm not mad at Snoop. I would it never have guessed like that. One. These names be crazy. I ain't go front. These names be. But crazy. they didn't prep Snoop. They didn't prep Snoop beforehand. But even if you prep them, you, those are a lot of names to remember. Nah, they prep you and then they put it in the teleprompter. Yeah, they should put it in the teleprompter. Phonetically, yeah. Yeah, but that's if they got one or two two names. But if you got 
10, 15 names, and with names like that, say it again? What are you talking about? It's in the prompter. It's one by one. They Even if they put, put this name, Villa Vanilla, whatever his name is. <laughs> Even if you put that in the prompter, that's, that's, that's why you prep him. You you prep Snoop and you put it in phonetically. But if, it is it is a lot, but I will say with the Golden Globes, because this is like international, it is difficult to pronounce all these names. Like even Absolutely. when I'm looking at them right now, it's a lot of different names that you have to pronounce. Yes, and it's difficult. And the international names, not and then like, And then you're trying to get these other names right, and then Ben Affleck is mixed in between. So you might be like, whoops, you know, obviously he knows how to pronounce that one. But anyway, it was still entertaining for people he didn't, to, to watch. He said he did it, though. Well, he said it wrong first, yeah, and then he said it right. Yep. Mm-hmm. But he, he corrected himself. All right, now, Time has named Elon Musk their Person of the Year, and they said that is because he creates solutions to an ex- ex- existential crisis for embodying the possibilities and the perils of the age of tech titans for driving society's most daring and disruptive transformations. So he's the person of the year. And by the way, yesterday, according to financial filings, he sold about another $906.5 million worth of Tesla shares. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very interesting guy. And when you read, you know, when you read about Elon Musk or listen to things that he says, like even yesterday when he accepted a, that award, like he, he talks like he's already living on various planets. <laughs> he's like, he's like multiplanetary living is the goal. I'm like, huh? All right, now Chantel Jackson was on The Real, and she was discussing why she and Nelly broke up after 70 years. Here's what she had to say. My ex and I, we didn't end on bad terms. When we started our relationship, I was always on the road with him. But then when it came to a point where I was home more, building my company Shoe Gummy or just working on my brand and him being on the road, we started to grow apart. And we just had to come to the realization of, let's take this time and see if this split is going to bring it back full circle for us. And honestly, like that's what we're doing. All right, so there you have it. They're not on bad terms Mm -hmm. at all. All right, and that is your rumor reports. All right, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Man, if you were expecting student loan relief, sorry, it's not going to happen. This is wild. They lied, per usual. All right, we'll get into it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. It's here. The most star-studded black western ever made. The Harder They Fall, directed by James Samuel, alongside a killer soundtrack that features original songs by Jay-Z, Kid Cudi, and more. Watch now on Netflix and stream the soundtrack now on all platforms. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Now on Monday Night Football, the Rams beat the Cardinals 30-23. Now tonight, Steph Curry is now just two three-pointers away from breaking Ray Allen's all-time three-point record as the Warriors play the Knicks at Madison Square Garden tonight. So I'm sure he will be. Yeah, he should break tonight. that in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would think so. Unless he's just like you know having a very, very, very off unSteph Curry like game, but I don't see it. All right. Now, also, the NBA has postponed the Chicago Bulls next two games, and that's because they don't have enough players. That's because they have to sit out because of the league's health and safety protocols. And the NBA report is brought to you by Hennessy. Now, what else we got, Yeezy? All right. Well, in case you thought they were going to be student loan relief extensions or cancellations, looks like that is not happening. Now, if you you recall Joe Biden when he was running, uh, he was on the campaign trail. He was promising all kinds of student loan forgiveness. Does student loan forgiveness figure in your plan? Would you take executive action to achieve it? 
It does figure in my plan. I've laid out in detail. For example, the legislation passed by the Democratic House calls for immediate $10,000 forgiveness of student loans. It's holding people up. They're in real trouble. Why I'm going to eliminate a lot of your student debt. If you come from a family less than 125 grand and you went to a, a public university, I'm going to make sure that everybody in this generation gets $10,000 knocked off of their student debt as we try to get out of this god-awful pandemic. All right, the student loan payment pause will end January 31st, and he will not extend student loan relief again. And so here is Jen Psaki talking about student loan forgiveness and what the plan is moving forward. You're talking about the student loan payment pass that expires in February, just for clarity. So in the coming weeks, we will release more details about our plans and we'll engage directly with federal student loan borrowers to ensure they have the resources they need and are in the appropriate repayment plan. We're still assessing uh, the impact of the Omicron variant, uh, but a smooth uh, transition back into repayment is a high priority for the administration. Uh, the Department of Education is already communicating with borrowers to help them to prepare for return to repayment on February 1st and has secured contract extensions with loan servicers. All right, now um, here is you guys talked to Cardona, right? Who is he? He's the Secretary of Education? Yes. Okay. The Secretary Miguel of Education. Cardona. And here's what he had to say mm -hmm. about student loan debt. You'll have uh, politicians on the campaign trail and they'll make these promises. Mm -hmm. The promises don't get fulfilled, but then, you know, yourself and other members of yeah. the administration will tell us about all the other things that they did. Why don't they, if it's so easy to do all the other things, right. why not just do what they promised on the campaign? But you know, trip? you're talking about loan forgiveness. I mean, $12.7 billion in loan forgiveness has happened since January. But $10,000 per yeah. student is right. what right. promised. Right. So we're continuing to work on mm -hmm. loan forgiveness. We're not We're not done. It seems like they're done to me. Oh, they're done. <laughs> they done. I mean, and listen, it was just a simple a simple campaign trail lie. Okay, when they're campaigning, it's dream selling season, and they'll tell you what you want to hear to get your vote, and then when they get in, they talk about all these other things they have done except for what you voted for. If you walk in a store to purchase one thing, and you want that one thing, but they won't give it to you, but show you all these other things they want you to buy, but you like, no, I want that, I need that, and they don't give it up, wouldn't you be disappointed? Bro. Regardless of what else they put in your cart? He was just here a day ago. Two days ago, and it was like, know, we're not done yet. <laughs> he didn't speak to Biden first. I they didn't know. have a conversation before he came up here. I know, man. I know. I know. The funny part is they act like we can't see them, though. Like, we don't live in this age of transparency where everything is recorded, everything is documented. Like, they really think people are stupid. Like, it's almost like when you're playing hide-and-seek with your kids, and you got to act like you don't see them. That's how they hope we act. Yeah. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. All right, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Now, on Charlemagne's show, you were interviewing who and what was the conversation about? What did you ask, Ashal? Oh, last week uh, on The God's Honest Truth um, on Comedy Central, we were talking about boundaries, you know, during the holidays in regards to family. And, you know, because a lot of us are seeing a lot of our, you know, family and extended family during the holidays, more mm -hmm. so than we do throughout throughout the year. And, um, yeah, I had Carlos Miller and Rosebud Baker and... Uh, uh, Nawab, Nawab Glover. Am I, I know I'm mispronouncing her name. I had her on, had them on Friday. And uh, Rosebud was talking about a time she brought a black man home for the holidays. Rosebud, random question. You ever brought a black dude home? Yeah, I have. And you know they're going to say something vaguely racist, but you just hope that it's like not on purpose. Like the worst thing as a white woman is hearing your white dad go like, you know what? I'm just going to say it. You're like, <laughs> 
<laughs> I've been a white woman who's gone home with a black dude for the holidays too. That's oh. that's a whole other thing. That's Break it like down. Yeah, because well, white dads will try to hide their disappointment, but black women will not try to hide it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they will look at their son like they just got socks for Christmas. All right, well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Do you have an interesting story about you bringing somebody from uh, another race home for the for uh, Christmas? Hmm? That is the question. 800-585-1051. Have you brought somebody home for Christmas it, that's not your race? And, and what was the story? What was the situation? Lord, have mercy. And, 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 it, and it's Nedra Tawab. Salute to Nedra. All right, Snoop. Now, um, has anybody here have ever did that? Charlemagne, have you ever brought a white girl home? Nigga, please. <laughs> <laughs> I've been with the same woman for 20-plus years. My mom wouldn't even allow that. Not, not just a white woman, any woman. Are you crazy? Knock it off. Yeah. Please. Um, no, I don't think. Nope. Okay. All I right. never have. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about bringing somebody home from, the op- from, from a different race, I should say, for Christmas. Now, this came from Charlamagne's show. What happened on your show, Charlamagne? Uh, the God's Honest Truth. Last Friday, we talked about, uh, you know, family and boundaries, you know, and creating boundaries, you know, with your family over the holidays. And we had a comedian on named uh, Rosebud Baker, and she was talking about <laughs> one of the reasons, you know, she puts up boundaries is because of a situation that happened to her when she bought, a, bought home somebody of another race. Rosebud, random question. You ever bought a black dude home? Yeah, I have. And you know they're going to say something vaguely racist, but you just hope that it's, like, not on purpose. Like, the worst thing as a white woman is hearing your white dad go, like, you know what? I'm just going to say it. You're like, (laughs) (laughs) I've been a white woman who's gone home with a black dude for the holidays, too. That's that's a whole other thing. That's like, (laughs) Yeah, because, well, white dads will try to hide their disappointment, but black women will not try to hide it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will look at their son like they just got socks for Christmas. Wow, there you have it. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Have you brought home somebody from a different race? And how did it go? Now, you guys have kids, too. What would you do if one of your kids brought home somebody? From a different race? Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't care. Okay. I wouldn't care. As long as they treat my daughter well, treat my son well, I wouldn't. I, that, that wouldn't bother me. What about you, Charlamagne? I'm not going to sit here and tell that lie. You know what I mean? Like, uh, my, my preference is absolutely, positively black love. That's what I would like. Now, you know, if, if that doesn't happen, of course, you know, I'm going to love my daughter the same and, you know, hope for the same things that you hope, you know, that, you know, this guy treats her right and everything else. But uh, my preference is black love first and foremost, 100%. Well, we didn't ask you your preference. We asked how would the Christmas dinner be if, if, if your daughter brought home uh, a white gentleman and... Um, you know, he had. Well, you know, I think. I think Christmas for. Dinner. I think for me, race won't even really, you know, play into it uh, uh, initially. Because initially, I think for any father, and I mean, you can speak to this more more than me, because my daughters are still young. But for any father, when that your daughter first brings home a guy, period, your spidey senses is up, and you don't think that this dude is good enough for your daughter. Like I, I overheard a conversation yesterday, just you know, between my wife and my 
daughter about you know one of her friends and her having a boyfriend and i'm that that set me off <laughs> you know what i'm saying so it's just like i don't think anybody would want want that initially regardless of what the race is but you ain't answered the question so you wouldn't mind if, if, if she brought a, a white boy home for, for for christmas i don't want her bringing no guy home <laughs> that's just a fact not not right now and but once again my daughter's young when's your when's your, when's your daughter start dating um honestly about a year ago in college how old was she um, see that's different 19, i see 20. that's different and even even then i'm very skeptical but i i can i can deal with that at 19 20. anything younger uh, i don't even want to talk about I mean, it I, I mean i agree with you but you also got to think about i mean we're going off topic but you also got to think about when you started dating and you started doing the things that you started doing how old were you Charlemagne? and that's it and and and, and that's my point I'm speaking from experience. That's li- that's literally what I told my wife last night. Like you know, when 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 people say things like, "Well, I had a boyfriend at 13," well, you shouldn't have. <laughs> you know what I mean? Think about what you and that little boy was doing at 13 years old. That's exactly why I'm t- talking like this because I'm speaking from experience. And I just want to encourage. That, like that's supposed to make me feel better. And I do want to oh. encourage people for the holidays. Don't don't try your hardest not to make someone feel uncomfortable if they're a different race than yours. It's already hard enough to go to somebody else's house and meet their whole family for the holidays. But, you know, my dad is Chinese, my mom is black. And for me growing up, it did always feel weird and we always felt a little left out because on the Chinese side of our family, we were like the black people. And so just it does have an effect on everybody involved. So I just want to say, don't make somebody, because of their race, feel uncomfortable in a situation that's already awkward. Okay. Hello. It's going to happen regardless, though, especially if you're just talking about issues that's going on in the world. What's your name, bro? This is Dino from the Bronx. What up, kings and queens? What's up, Nino from the Bronx? Are you brought a white Peace, girl Dino. Home? Yes, I have. It was terrible. My homeboy <laughs> was crowning me and my black homegirls was crowning me, talking about I can't bring sand to the beach and all that crazy stuff. <laughs> oh, you bring sand to the what? You can't bring sand oh, to the sand beach. Oh, sand to the beach. That was Christmas dinner. That wasn't a beach. But did they make fun of the fact that she was white and make it uncomfortable? Yes. That's what I was trying to explain. Yes. It was very uncomfortable. Her girlfriend was crowning her too. I had to chase her, chase her down to talk to her because my girlfriend ran her out the house. Okay. Well, first of all, are you still with this uh, snow bunny? No, sir. That was 25 years ago and I'm still getting clowned. Goodness gracious. And that's the problem. The problem is that that's the other thing we need to talk about. Don't bring nobody to Christmas dinner that you don't plan to be with. Christmas dinner is a very intimate thing. Well, you don't know. And it's know. a very sacred thing. No, it ain't no you don't know. You do know. Mm-hmm. If you ain't sure, don't bring her around us. Hello, who's this? Is that Charlemagne? Yes, ma'am. Hey, Charlemagne. What's up, Queen? How are you? I'm good. I did not think I'd get through this morning. I'm, I'm actually nervous. Well, you're through. <laughs> Now, ta- now you through. Tasha, you broke Tasha, through. You you brought an Asian man home. He, yes. Okay. So he wasn't like my man or nothing. He was just a really good friend of mine, and um, he wanted to try something different for Christmas or whatever. And as soon as he got over there, my granny just told him off rip. Like didn't ask him his name. Didn't say hi. How you doing, young man? Nothing. She was just like, we ain't got no right. Wow. <laughs> That's foul. Lord have mercy. Lord, goodness gracious. First of all, why y'all ain't had no rice? Yo, shut up. But why man. didn't y'all have rice? Like, what 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 rice is a part of dinner? What what black family don't have rice? No, because you know, I guess that's like some type of stereotype for 
their culture or whatever. I know that, but, but di- why didn't we, why didn't your granny have rice? Because maybe they just had mac and cheese. It's Christmas. We had macaroni. Ain't no rice at Christmas. We had macaroni and yam for sure. Yeah, it's kind of weird you, you know ain't had rice for Christmas, good, though. I ain't gonna front, man. Why ain't you had no rice for Christmas? At least Uncle Ben's minute rice, you should have had a little bit of rice. I'm thinking about it. No, you don't have no... Do you have rice for your Christmas dinner at Thanksgiving? Yes. Yeah, you're absolutely right. A lot of people have mashed no, potatoes right. we instead. Don't. No, we don't. Oh, no, she's right. There is no rice. Just my friend. I'm going to make sure I suggest my friend to come over there with you and your rice then next time. <laughs> I will say, though, uh, I do uh, love uh, rice, and I do have rice in mine, but... I guess that fits the stereotype. Nah, just a little bit. <laughs> there is no, there is no rice for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Now that you think about it, no, I, I always have rice. No I rice. have rice too. But you remember, what I do, do y'all I, put on the rice but you for remember, Thanksgiving? But you remember, mine is Caribbean too, so we have rice and peas. Yeah. Oh, that's different. That's different. You okay. Cannot so not, not have a big pot of rice and peas. Nah, we no, ain't no, we ain't talking about rice and peas. You know damn well that's not what she's talking about. She's talking about just a pot of white rice. That that's not for Thanksgiving or Christmas. 800-585-1051. You ever brought somebody home from a different race? How did it go? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I like it. Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about have you ever brought somebody home from a different race for Christmas or for the holidays? Now, this came from Charlamagne's show that Charlamagne was talking to. Who, Charlamagne? Yeah, uh, The God's Honest Truth. Um, last Friday, we were talking about family and boundaries, and we had a comedian, Rosebud Baker, on there. And Rosebud Baker was talking about a time that uh, she bought somebody from another race home and the time that she herself was the other race that was bought home. 800-585-1051. So we're asking, have you ever bought somebody home from a different race? And we got Ernest on the line. Ernest, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, good, good. Have you ever bought somebody home from a different race, bro? Absolutely. Yes, I have. Um, it wasn't my family that caused the problem. It was a white woman who caused the problem. Uh-oh. Um, she was telling my mom she always wished she had a mandingo and now she had one and telling her some stories in the bedroom and she braided her hair, told everybody what? she wanted to have a baby girl and name her Africa and it, it was it was a mess. Really? See, that's really? just strange and I don't believe you. I think you made all of this up to have something to say on the radio this morning. I don't believe that really Charlie happened. Charlamagne, I'm from South Carolina. You know how we do. I would not make this up just <laughs> because it's you. Lord, have mercy. Why would you, first of all, why would any race of woman be talking to a man's mom about what that man's, that woman's son does to her in the bedroom? That's just weird. That's Charlamagne, I figured out a lot more stuff. That's why I had to break that off. This woman had a, had a few issues. I'm not going to say it's race, but uh, yeah, it was not good. It was not good. Okay. So needless to say, you're not raising a little Africa right now. Definitely not. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's going on, Breakfast Club? This is Rich. Rich, what up, brother? Who did you bring home to Christmas dinner, man? Well, so my girl in college brought me home for dinner. And uh, she's Caucasian, I'm Puerto Rican. And I met her father one time, shook his hand, bro. And it was a dub. Everything after that, I never met him. He didn't condone the relationship. If it wasn't white, it wasn't right. So every weekend she would Damn. go home after that, and, and I wasn't allowed to go. So when she used to leave, I had to. I started doing me on the side, and then we eventually broke up. I couldn't take it because, like, how would you feel like if you really love this girl, y'all have children or whatever, and they come out, you know, mixing. He don't condone that. I'm very old school like that. You know what I mean? We want the 
father's blessings and love, and it just wasn't there. Damn, 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 damn. So, uh, all right, brother. But they ain't call you no names or nothing, though, right? No, ain't call me no names. That's a different story. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? Yo, this Kevin from Jasper, Texas. Kevin. What's up, Kevin? What's up, y'all? I was calling. I heard y'all talking about the basically interracial date and bringing her home. You sound like you done yeah. brought mad white girls home for the holiday. Hey, listen, Charlemagne. My wife, my wife is totally different color. She Hispanic and white. Mm. And I've okay. been with her since I was 16. Okay. So they were used and to that. Okay. They had to get used to it mm-hmm. on both sides. Think about how awkward it was for me to go to her white side. Right. And and how awkward it was when I brought her home. But really, she looked Hispanic. But all of oh, her was white. So I would think that's kind of normal in Texas, though, right? I mean, <laughs> you know anything about Jasper, Texas? Nah. All right, Jasper, Texas is the, is, is the spot that uh, actually had James Bird behind the, behind the truck and drug him. Three white oh, guys. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, and yep. so we had another incident where one of my friends, Alfred Wright, was uh, killed out there. Nobody figured out whatever happened to him, and he was in a, in a, in, out there in Jasper. And every race is out there, man. And so, I mean, me, by me doing that, it was pretty, it was always black and white, black and white, black and white. The blacks stay with the blacks, the whites stay with the whites. But we had, you know, our Trump flags and our, you know, right now, and our Confederate flags up, you know, and you know, it, it moves like that. But, I mean, it was real awkward when I bought her home and she came from a totally different town. So, by her coming from a little bit outside of Houston, which is Beaumont, Texas, it, it was more... It was more of a mix, mixed town. You see what I'm saying? And you bring her out, out, out to the outskirts of Jasper, Texas, they looking weird. But I wanted it. I wanted the action. Well, clearly cl- <laughs> clearly, it worked out for y'all because y'all still together. I had that one drunk uncle that didn't care. You know? Yes, sir. He going he gonna to say something about them white women. What's the moral of the story, man? I got... I don't know if there's a moral of the story. I guess that the biggest thing for me is whoever you bring home for Christmas dinner, man, just make sure that, you know, this is somebody you absolutely positively can see a future with. I honestly wouldn't bring nobody home to Christmas dinner unless they've made a real commitment to me. You know what I'm saying? Unless we're engaged, uh, you know, something like that. Other than that, no. Don't be bringing your little friends over to be up in your family face because they're going to hold that against you for a long time. All right, now we got. If it rumors, don't work. We got rumors on the way, ye? Yes, former NFL running back Zach Stacy. We saw this video that went viral of him attacking his ex. Well, he is now saying that that whole thing was staged. We'll tell you what he has to say and how she responded. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Happy Tuesday! It is the Breakfast Club. It is Tuesday, right? All it's right. definitely Tuesday. Just making sure. And have you, uh, Charlemagne, have you finished getting things together for the holidays, for the kids and the family? Um, I don't handle none of that. That's what the CEO of the house does. That's 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 the wife. I'm just a worker. But you have to okay? give her something. So when she... Um, yeah, that's, 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 that's kind of easy too. I'm not going to say easy, but you know, when you have a a circle of sister friends and you know, your wife and your sister friends are, you know, always building and communicating your sister friends, put you on the game to, to, to what you know, what's that your wife, 
for the holidays what you're gonna get in regard to christmas Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so it's like it's it's things that um i shouldn't even be talking about this on the air but it's things that uh my i I know my wife wants that you know my sister friends then put me on to yeah thoughtful presents are the most important and meaningful ones I know people always act like, oh, thoughtful. I don't have money for that. And you don't have, oh, you get, no, just be thoughtful. That's, I think, the main thing. Some of the best things I've ever given and received have been things that have just been thoughtful. It didn't necessarily have to cost a whole lot of money. Okay. Oh, no, my, mine are always thoughtful because when my sister friends come to tell me and uh, when they tell me what my wife wants, I think about it. And then I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's get it. So <laughs> think about that's it, thoughtful. then I buy it, and then I get it. <laughs> yes, All right. That's thoughtful. And for women, when we have really good friends, we be planting those ideas. Like, you know, he went, all right, so tell him I want this. So when he asks you, just let him know this is what I want. Or we'll be like, look, he wants to know what it is that you want. So what do you want me to tell him? And so we always uh, tip each other uh, off behind the scenes. Just to and, 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 and you know what else, too? The Instagram story tells a lot nowadays, too. You know what I mean? Your lady will put something in the Instagram story that you know. Oh, okay, that's what she wants. All right. All right. All right, well, uh, let's get to the rumors next. What are we talking about? Uh, Let's talk about Brittany Renner and Deion Sanders. You know, he had her come in and teach class, and he said that she would have saved him $20 million if he had heard what she had to say earlier. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That normalized tossing salads for a whole new generation. That's That's the reason you like the song. I mean, hey. one of it, but it's just like it did. It did normalize eating booty for a whole new generation. All right, morning. Trick Daddy was out here by himself until that song started. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Zach Stacy. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee. All right, former NFL running back Zach Stacy, he played for the St. Louis Rams and the New York Jets previously, told cops that that video that a lot of us saw that went viral where he is attacking his ex, uh, he's saying that the whole thing was staged and that she set him up because she was bitter that he didn't want to be with her. There's arrest footage and he's speaking with the Orlando Police Department for several minutes about the events that led up to the altercation where he ruthlessly beat her in her Florida home. Here's what he was saying. I just got a rehab for anxiety and depression like eight months ago. I dropped everything to come down here and support the mother of my child in her last trimester and the baby. And I let her know that I wasn't trying to be with her or nothing like that. And she just, this is a case of just bitterness, man. That's why she did this. The whole assault thing, she staged it. She set me up. You know, I just found out a week ago that she was having, she had a, an affair with my financial advisor. And he was one of my teammates in college. So he's trying to I'm say, so confused on what he means by staged. I, I'm confused. I thought I seen the video. Yeah, so here is... I mean, I know, but what is he trying to say? It don't sound like... What is he trying to say He's trying to say, to say that staged? because... What does he mean? He was going through anxiety and depression, and she knew it, that she baited him into it. In other words, trying to blame her for his actions of him attacking her. That's what he's... So hold on, was it... So when he says stage, he doesn't mean that it was fake and they planned it out. No, I don't he, think he that's what I'm that. trying to figure out what the stage mean in this. He's situation. trying to say that she set him up. That's what he's trying to say that she set him up. So I don't know if stage was the right word that he meant to use, but he's just trying to say mm. anything to shift the blame from himself and make it seem like it was her her fault. Here is his ex, Kristen Evans, responding to this video. Zach playing victim, speaking to police, saying that I staged this. For one, I don't know how you can stage getting your ass beat. 
on multiple occasions. You can't. But this is what abusers do. Um, they will make you seem like you're the crazy one and that they're the victim. It really makes me more upset that the cops are consoling him. Everything about this makes me uncomfortable. Imagine how that feels. The cops were consoling him? Well, this was him having a conversation with the cops. I didn't see everything that the cops said to him, but it was for several minutes he was expressing himself and... It, she says it appeared that they were consoling. They locked him up, though, right? Yeah. Didn't they arrest him? Yeah, that's his arrest video. All right, so mm. we are, you know, praying for that's, her because um, that's not an easy thing, and the child was there. Mm-hmm. All right. I definitely sending her healing energy. Deion Sanders, in the meantime, was uh, chatting with Brittany Renner on his podcast, 21st and Prime. As you know, as a coach, he wanted to prepare his young men for any and everything on the field and off. So he brought her in to educate them on how the game is played between men and women at their age and at this stage in their life. You know, she's uh, actually had a a child with P.J. Washington, who is a Charlotte Hornets forward. And some people felt like she trapped him into having a kid to get money and things like that. Well, here's what Deion Sanders said uh, about Brittany Renner coming in to talk to his team. My DMs, it's like a Nike store. There's nothing but checks. So honestly, when you reach a certain status, you can have the pick of the litter and you can either, you know, use it to your advantage and maybe abuse it or you can, you know, try to make something happen. So a lot of guys who are in my DM, you're in my DM because I'm Brittany Renner. So naturally, If you play a sport, it's kind of like, well, that's an incentive to talk to you. A lot of times, women, men in general, everybody wants something. Now, Deion Sanders said if he would have... that music in the background? Right, it's very dramatic. (laughs) Deion Sanders said if he would have gotten this advice when he was younger, he'd be $20 million richer. If I would have been sitting in that room at Florida State and I had her come and lay it out like she laid it out, I would be at least $20 richer. I would have been more prepared for the game of life. He said he was prepared for football, but not for that other game. He was locked in. He said he misconstrued what love and some women were. So he said he would have been $20 million richer because of the divorces, the lawyer fees, and all of the things that he had gone through as a man. So are, we, are they saying yeah. that that's the game that she played, that she played the game to get the money, and now she's explaining how She's trying to put them played. on to game, what women are uh, she's, going she's to do. She's not lying. I'm just asking a question. She's okay. not lying. That's what. That's just like, uh, that's, that's, that's what... Uh, Mary J. Blige's character tried to tell Zeke on power, but Zeke ain't want to listen. When they tried to tell Zeke. So I guess this now is look like how Zeke all caught up. The bank robber that robs the bank and gets away, and then the government hires It's like scare straight. To make sure that <laughs> nobody else can rob the bank. Uh, she I came in it. there and did the scare straight. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right. Charlamagne, who you giving your donkey to? I should give it to Zeke. Zeke should have listened to Monet, but it's actually going to uh, the 46th president of the United States of America, Joe Biden. He needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. Oh, boy. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. For nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with the general. Call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com to get a hassle-free quote today. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. This is America. There is no question that there are problems in this country between police and community. Yes, you are 
a donkey. The latest on that police killing of a black man. Now to new developments in the deadly spa shooting rampage. Uh, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. And so we are in a state of emergency. Okay, white supremacist violence is and always has been the number one threat to our society. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. My wife is white. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. All right, Charlene, please tell me, why was I your donkey of the day? Well, donkey of the day for Tuesday, December 14th, goes to the 46th president of the United States of America, Joe Biden. You know, uh, if we live in a country where Justice Smollett can be found guilty on five felony counts of disorderly conduct for falsely reporting a hate crime, then politicians should be brought upon charges of disorderly conduct for falsely declaring campaign promises just to win elections. Okay, a scam is a scam. All right, false reporting is false reporting. If you lead me to do something for you based off a lie, then you manipulated me. And that is, is exactly how many people are feeling today after Joe Biden declared yesterday that he won't extend student loan relief and confirms student loan payments restart on February 1st, okay? That's what he said yesterday after saying this on the campaign trail. I think this was a, a May of 2020, if I'm not mistaken. Let's go to Joe Biden on The Late Show with Colbert to hear him sell us a dream talk of debt relief there's bailing out of businesses which is a good thing to do what about the students is now a time to forgive student debt and then restructure how we pay for college so we're not here again in 10 years the answer is yes that's why i proposed and and the house nancy put it in the plan to immediately provide ten thousand dollars in debt relief as stimulus right now right now for students a minimum of ten thousand dollars relief <clears throat> It's giving liar, okay? He lied. Just straight up lied to the American people. On the presidential campaign trail, Joe Biden promised to immediately, you heard him, immediately cancel $10,000 in student debt per borrower. Okay, said he would do it immediately. Well, yesterday, uh, we had the Secretary of Education, Miguel Cardona, on The Breakfast Club, and I asked him, where them dollars at? What happened to Biden's promise of $10,000 per student? Well, this is what Miguel had to say just yesterday. You'll have uh, politicians on the campaign trail, and they'll make these promises. Mm -hmm. The promises don't get fulfilled, but then, you know, yourself and other members of yeah. the administration will tell us about all the other things that they did. Why don't they, have, if it's so easy to do all the other things, right. why not just do what they promised on the campaign trail? You know, you're talking about loan forgiveness. I mean, $12.7 in loan forgiveness has happened since January. But $10,000 per yeah. student is, right. was the right. promise. Right. So we're continuing to work on mm -hmm. loan forgiveness. We're not, we're not done. Oh, they done. Miguel, you lied. Okay, we taped that interview on Friday, aired it back on Monday. You knew Joe Biden wasn't giving up that $10,000 per student. Okay, you had to know that announcement was coming. You just expected us not to remember, okay? Politicians, especially Democrats who are already terrible at messaging, are going to keep losing trust from the American people, and they will get their asses handed to them, okay? in the polls simply because they act like we don't see them, all right? They are like little kids playing hide-and-seek. They really think they're hiding from us adults, and they want us to act like we don't see them or we don't know where they at when we playing hide-and-seek. But newsflash politicians, we can see you, all right? <laughs> every word is documented, every video is recorded, and they live online forever. So we don't have to forget, because even if we forget, social media will remind us. And when you're on the campaign trail, and you campaign on these big issues like canceling $10,000 in student debt, you know, per, per borrower. You make this your thing so much that when it doesn't happen, folks are like, excuse me, I don't want to hear about all that other stuff you did. What about this? 
especially when this will directly impact them. Okay, one of my one of my play nieces, Michaela, drop one of clues bombs for Michaela. All right, she said in the group, she said in the group chat yesterday. After the news broke, I don't know how these loans are going to pay themselves, <laughs> okay? I'm about to move to Guatemala. I don't know why she chose Guatemala, but that's what she said. Then she said, I'm screwed either way, though, because I have those government student loans. And then my last year, I needed an emergency loan, so I went through Discover Bank. The bank could care less about the pandemic. That is a real testimonial from a real individual. And I know a lot of people out there have those stories. Now, listen, I'm not a political pundit, so I, can, I can't tell you what can be done and what can't be done. I just know that if you can't do it, don't get on the campaign trail and say you can when you can't or if you don't really plan to. Because that's one of them ones folks will remember at the polls, okay? Don't tell me about all the other stuff you did when none of that stuff is what I came for. If you're advertising free fried fish and I come for the free fried fish, when I come to get my styrofoam tray full of fried fish, don't offer me pizza. All right, don't tell me about the hot dogs you got us. I want the fried fish, and if I don't get the fried fish that you advertised, not only will I be disappointed, I will give you a terrible review regardless of what else you offered me because everything else you offered is not what I came for. Now, look, once again, I don't know what can and can't be done. All I know is what people tell me they can do. All right. That's what bougie elitist people in the political space will say to you. Well, the president needs Congress to do this and do that. True. But if he knows that, stop writing student loan checks that students can't cash. And also, I don't know how things get done in regards to eliminating student loan debt. But I do know Elizabeth Warren makes it sound very easy. She was on Don Lemon's show and she said this. A lot of people are really going to get squeezed. You know, we've seen some of the polling data on it. And the overwhelming majority of people who have student loan debt say they are not ready to go back to making student loan payments. So for me, we need these things to go together. Pause student loan repayments and get student loan debt canceled. President could cancel $50,000 of student loan debt. Could do it tonight, President Biden. All you gotta do, pull out a piece of paper and a pen and get it done. She know more than me. If she say all you got to do is pull out a pencil and paper and get it done, then get it done. Okay? No one will really understand politics until they understand that politicians are not trying to solve our problems. They are trying to solve their own problems, of which getting elected and reelected are number one and number two. Whatever is number three is far behind. That is American economist Thomas Sowell. Okay? Or maybe it's Sowell. I don't know. They should have put it down phonetically for me. I don't know how to pronounce it, but he said that and I agree. All right. Leonard McKelvey, that is a name I can pronounce. Leonard McKelvey says no one will understand politics until they understand that politics are about the buying and selling of dreams and politicians are dream sellers. And when campaigns come around, it's dream selling season. We bought the dream and the reality of that dream wasn't delivered. Well, you know what? You know what? They say when you lie to me once, I'll question everything else you say. This party, like both parties has lied to us multiple times. So it makes me laugh when they question why we question them. All I know is if we don't start getting real answers and real results, good luck in the midterms and good luck come 2024. Please give the 46th president of the United States of America, Joe Biden, the biggest he are. All right. Well, thank you for that dog here today. Mm -hmm. All right. When we come back, let's talk being trapped. 800-585-1051. Now, this comes off of uh, the rumors where we were just talking about Brittany Renner. If you missed it, let's just play it again.
My DMs, it's like a Nike store. There's nothing but checks. So honestly, when you reach a certain status, you can have the pick of the litter. And you can either, you know, use it to your advantage and maybe abuse it, or you can, you know, try to make something happen. So a lot of guys who are in my DM, you're in my DM because of, I'm Brittany Renner. So naturally, if you play a sport, it's kind of like, well, that's an incentive to talk to you. A lot of times, women, men in general, they're, everybody wants something. Mm. All right. That dramatic music is killing me. It kills you. Like they literally sound like the. Uh, it literally sounds like the Avengers when they're about to go back in time to uh, find all the other Infinity Stones so they can resnap everybody. But we hear so many stories of, of people getting trapped. So has anybody ever tried to trap you or actually succeeded at it? And and ladies, have you ever trapped a man? Have you succeeded? Women get trapped too. Yeah, that's true. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. Again, the number is 800-585-1051. Now, now Yee, has a fella ever tried to trap you? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to tell. I don't... Uh, it's hard to tell, but I don't think so. But I also make sure that I'm very, like, generous with things, and so I try to make sure that I don't do too much. When I mean trap you, I mean, they'd be like, I'm going to pull out, I'm going to pull out, don't pull out? Well, my boyfriend, maybe, but I don't think he's trying to trap what's me. The, hmm? Yeah, what what is how do you what is the trapping a woman thing? Like I don't understand because it's not like you know once you get a woman pregnant like she's entitled to be paying you money. So I don't understand well, the logic. Well, sometimes like, that can happen, but, some, but, mama? but also a lot of yeah, guys will will know that they're not going to do right to you, but they also don't want you to be with anybody else. So they look at it. That like, don't mean well, that you're not going to be with nobody else just because you have a baby. But we'll yeah, talk about it when we guys come back. Think guys, that. producers are going crazy here. All right, eight hundred. That's ridiculous. Five eight five one zero five. Well, let's talk about it when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about being trapped, all right? Have you ever been trapped or somebody tried to trap you? Or ladies, have you ever trapped a dude? Fellas, have you ever trapped a girl? Let's talk about it. Now, Yee, you were saying that you haven't been trapped. Yeah, women can definitely be trapped, though. I know women who feel like men have gotten them pregnant, just feeling like it's going to be that attachment. It's harder for you to date when you just have a baby. You have to take care of at home and you have that responsibility. And sometimes it is harder for you to leave somebody because you want to make sure that you keep the family together no matter what a guy is doing. A lot of women will be like, well, we do have a kid together, so I would rather try to work this out. So I do know women who have told me personally that they feel like they got trapped. Yes, those are terrible reasons to uh, trap a woman. That's why I, I never understood the logic of a man saying he wants to trap a woman because there's no benefit, at least with the, you know, uh, woman attempting to trap a man. We know that there's a financial benefit to doing that. Well, All women that are making stuff, money, too, though. No. There's women that are with guys who um, don't make as much as they do and get taken care of. Men move into women's houses all the time. All right. Well, we have. Yeah, but yeah, but there's there's a there's an actual legal precedent for when you get uh, a, a woman pregnant that you know that woman can put you on child support. That woman can she can actually do something. Men, you don't see that. That's rare with men and women. All right. Where well, a woman does that to a man, or a man does that to a woman. Well, we got Nikki on the line, and Nikki's been trapped before. Nikki, good morning. Good morning. Who trapped you, girl? Well, my he was my boyfriend. He's now my husband. <laughs> so it worked. The trap. Oh he said God. the trap, and it worked. Yes. Yeah, so I was, I was the financially stable one in mm-hmm. our relationship, and 
he, you know, he had a weak pull-out game. He was really irresponsible with the whole, yeah, I'm a pull-out thing. And that <laughs> happened, and he immediately was like, we're going to get married. That's it. And uh, three children later. <laughs> okay. He's been, you're leaving, yeah, you're leaving out a big part of this you story. You wanted to man. be with him. Exactly. Well, well. It's not a trap if you want to be there. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, it's not a trap if 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 you. That's what I'm saying. There. She's leaving out a big part of the story. Like that's the whole point. You like the guy. Well, I didn't like him as much as he liked me. Let me put it that way. Okay. And so he he was immediately, you know, like we're getting married, and I was already pregnant, so it was that was what we had to do. And okay. So you wouldn't have did it if you didn't get pregnant. No, I would not. No, absolutely not. But the funny thing is, I put him through school, and now I'm a stay-at-home mom, and he's a breadwinner. So, okay. That's amazing. Well, That's amazing. You. It's just amazing that you let him hit raw, you let him shoot your club up, but you say he trapped you. Hello, who's this? How you doing? This is Brian. Can you hear me? Brian, you you, you got trapped, bro? Yeah, I got trapped, man. I got trapped. I want to tell you about it. What happened? All right, so I had a, a woman I was seeing, and we had laid down, and we decided to have a baby. But things wasn't going accordingly. So I'm thinking everything's fine. And she's not pregnant. She tells me she is. But she never was. Mm. When I took off the, the, the prolactic is when she actually got pregnant. Wow. <laughs> and it's, that's actually when I started seeing the true sides of her. So she got pregnant. She manipulated me. And now she's, like, just making my life a living hell. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't you sound stressed. Me. Yeah, I don't even get to. I just finished dropping my child off, actually, and the things we go through is just impossible. I feel like this should be treated like domestic violence, guys. Like I really do. <laughs> domestic violence. Domestic violence. I just, it, it, it's just. It, it's also funny to me how guys be so eager to take the condom off. As soon as a woman be like, "I'm on birth control," or "I'm on pregnant," guys just think that's a license to hit raw. But that's kind of a trap, though. You 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 think that somebody's on birth control or something like that, and then they oh no, that's a trap trap. And then you but like, you gotta be—you still have to be responsible. No, no, too. Anytime you sleep with a woman, because birth control is not 100% effective either. But it's like there's a chance. There's not that high, but there is a chance that a woman can Man, get pregnant. That's a trap. Forget the pregnancy. What about STDs, idiots? We're talking about getting <laughs> okay. trapped, though. We're not talking about getting a disease. But no, that's the reason to wear condoms. Even if a person tells you they on the pill, so what? Wear a condom. If that ain't your significant other, somebody that you're committed to, wear a condom. But you don't want to catch an STD. That's fact. 800-585-1051. Ladies, have you been trapped? Fellas, have you been trapped? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know when I am in. I I can't only deal with that. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're asking, have you been trapped? All right. Hello, who's this? Danielle. Hey, Danielle. We're asking, have you been trapped in a relationship? You trapped the guy? <laughs> no, he trapped me. What Uh-oh. happened? What Okay, so I'm dating this guy a month in. He's got a nice car. You know, things are going real well. I'm like, all right, cool. We take it to the intimate level. We start, you know, getting to the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And he tells me, oh, I can't have kids. So I'm like, all right, you know, no rubber dance. Boom. Trap me with a baby. <laughs> you believe Y'all don't care about that kid, A baby. Yes, he did. 
Are you still with him? And then guess what? The car got repossessed. Wow. And Damn. He was showing out before. All of that. Nothing. Are you still with him? Can I ask you a sick? No. Can, Mm. Can I ask you a simple question? When this man tells you that he can't have babies, not once does it cross your mind about herpes, chlamydia, syphilis, HIV maybe? Like, why is that a license to go raw just because he says he can't have kids? Listen, I was young and dumb, but it was mainly like, okay, he said he ain't have kids. All right, I'm going to believe him. Mm -hmm. We'll go ahead. Boom. I mean, two times in. Wow. And guess what? He got another baby now. So he definitely can have kids. He got you. <laughs> I told you women get trapped all the time. Yes, we do. I ain't heard one good trap yet. What, what, what did he this man get out of this? He lied and said he couldn't have kids. He didn't get Yeah, but what did he get out of this situation? You know That's my point. I can't even put the man on child support. <laughs> he ain't no money. He got you. Nobody got nothing out of this except the children, which is a beautiful thing, by the way. But Hello. what do you get out of uh, trapping a woman? Hello, who's this? This Charles from Jersey City. Charles, man, what, talk to us. You got trapped, bro? No, I never got trapped, but I just wanted to comment on her situation, on Brittany's situation. She needs to stop what she's doing because she's setting a bad example for a lot of young ladies out here. And at the end of the day, I get what she mean when dudes get her DM or whatever the case is, and they all only want one thing and everything. But at the same time, like she said, they only want one thing. So why would you sit there and carry on and start a family and create a life and sit here and try, like, Get that funded, basically. You know what I mean? Like, why would you try to get somebody else to be your father? In the you like, you just crazy. said it, brother. You, know you, you just said right. it, though. To, to get that funded. She know that she right, will yeah. get a check out of this man for the next 18 years. Like, that's that's why the incentive for a woman to do that to a man is way higher than a man to do that to a woman. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, y'all. It's Brad from CT. What's up, bro? You got trapped before or you trapped somebody? Yeah, yeah, so uh, my wife, uh, 15 years, soon to be 16, uh, I was 18, 17, we got three kids. So the first one, unplanned, we made a hat. Second one, she wanted one. Um, I was doing very well working at Smith & Wesson, and um, I had plans. She had other plans as well, so she got off the birth control unbeknownst to me, and then uh, popped up with the baby. I couldn't tell her, I would never tell her to get rid of it. Um, so we just made it happen. That's my road dog. She's the one that's my color. My other two are, are lighter. Fast forward, I got baby fever uh, last year. I knew she was coming up that birth control. She had to switch it expired or something like that. I hit in the head, shot the club up, massacred. You heard? <laughs> I got that baby boy. Oh my gosh. So, uh, <laughs> it sounds like a good trap, though. It sounds like a good trap. Yeah, yeah, it was good. She was a little depressed because she wasn't ready for it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I, it's. It's a team effort, you know. She got what she wanted. I got what I wanted. Now we, now we push it through. I love all of y'all. This is crazy. Three times I got through in a week, and I love y'all for letting me throw that cash app. The pouring of out, out love and support and all that stuff is amazing. I got about two hundred seventy dollars off of that. I love y'all and the people that listen to us. They real. Okay. All right. Well, he needed for them kids. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know that. <laughs> you know that, man. Take care of y'all. Pencil Man. Remember that. I'll be calling more often. All right, Pencil Man. All right, what's the moral of the story? If there is one. I don't know if there is a moral to this story. <laughs> I really don't. Everybody be careful, man. I mean, listen, life happens, but just pay attention to the signs. Pay attention to the red flags and take care of yourself and your body. All right. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yeah, I am. I, you know, it's interesting. Though, I'm looking at the definition of, of dating trap on a... Uh, 
on GetReadyToDate.com, and it says it's an unconscious relationship choice that results in an unsolvable problem in a relationship, and getting out of the trap often means leaving the relationship. I think a lot of the, the things people will call it up today are traps because they're making some conscious decisions, especially the last brother that called. He wanted to do that. Yeah, but some people present themselves a certain way, and that's not really who they are, what they are. Like, like she said, he had a nice car. He seemed like he had it together, and then it was all a front. So you weren't even who you pretended to be. All right. Well, coming up in Rumor Report, Cardi B, she has three diamond singles. We'll tell you her reaction. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Cardi B. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, congratulations to Cardi B. She is the first female rapper to have three Diamond Single certifications. Congrats! Yes, and she Young also legend. joins Katy Perry as the only two women to ever accomplish such a feat. So not just as a female rapper, but also as a woman in general. Her previous two Diamond Singles are Bodak Yellow and Girls Like You, which is a collab with Maroon 5. Well, now... Congratulations. Dun, 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 dun. I like it. Featuring Day Balvin and Bad Bunny has sold over 10 million units in the United States. Here is Cardi B. I was really nervous for this record because I felt like this record was kind of long. And you know, I have an English hip hop album. I feel like it only had like one verse and the hook that it was English. So I was like, oh my gosh, like how is this going to work? And it worked out very well. And actually, I really want to tell you, I like it. It's one of the records that gets me the most money because it's so requested for commercials, for products. Hey, so happy birthday, yeah, Offset. You know that's a good gift this year coming. <laughs> yeah, I knew I knew that was a hit first time I, uh, I heard that record. Absolutely. But also, you remember when everybody was saying, remember when everybody was saying, you know, we were getting paid by Atlantic to push Bodak Yellow? How come they didn't say that for the next two records that went down <laughs> they did. after Bodak? They did. They did? Yeah, they said it for all the records. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought they stopped after Bodak. No, okay, I, like well, like I was trying too. to make a whole point of... Oh, okay. I was just trying to make a point of, you know, you keep pushing. When people say something negative about you, you know what I mean? You got to do it again. And then you might do it again, and you'll still have doubters. And that's when you realize, F them, because they're going to hate anyway. Give them something to hate on. All right, now, Issa Rae has announced an insecure docu-special. So congratulations to her. And here is the trailer for it as she's becoming overwhelmed with emotion, reflecting on the journey of the series of Insecure and it coming to an end. I am just incredibly humble, best. You aspire and you dream. I never imagined that I would get to work with so many amazing, talented people. You guys have elevated me. To be able to do a show like that now sets the groundwork that people want to make more shows like us is just really special. I'm putting all elements of my life so I can say this is rooted in authenticity. And they were like, okay, green light. This show has been part of the revolution. The way you showcase our beautiful black full humanity is part of the revolution. All right, that's going to air on December yeah, 26th. Yeah, drop on the clues bombs for Issa Rae. Issa is another one that people may be doubting and wondering, can she do it again? You just wait until rap drops. Mm -hmm. Wait until her next show rap drops. Watch. All right, now the Dr. I show in the meantime is coming to an end on January 14th, so that'll be 13 seasons. Now, why are they ending the this, uh, this show? Because it wasn't a ratings problem, correct? 
Well, he's running for office, but he has a spinoff coming, The Good Dish, that's hosted by his daughter, Daphne Oz, along with Gil Simmons and Jamika Pessoa. So that's been picked up. So to run, he can't he can't do his own show? I don't know if you can or can't do that, but maybe that's what he has to focus on. Mm. And so, and it's been 13 seasons, and maybe it's time for him to want to pass the torch to his daughter. Okay. All right. Now, Samuel L. Jackson and Latanya Richardson Jackson, his wife, have made the largest alumni donation to help renovate Spelman College's performing arts building. So give it up for them. All right. So Samuel L. Jackson went to Morehouse. His wife, Latanya Richardson, went to Spelman, and she gifted them $5 million. Oh, wow. That's the largest mm. donation to come from alumni in the school's 140-year history. Wow. Drop a bomb for them. Mm. That's dope. Hell yeah. Drop on the clues, bonds for Samuel Jackson. What's his, what's his wife's name? Latanya Richardson Jackson. Latanya Richardson Jackson. Jackson. Wow. Yeah, Other donations included ten million dollars from George Lucas, creator of the Star Wars franchise, and his wife Melody Hobson. Two million, two million from Bank of America, and three hundred thousand from the descendants of John D. Rockefeller. So they'll be able to do these renovations That's dope, that man. they've been talking about for quite some time. Some things they need to do: uh, removal of asbestos, improving the building's handicap accessibility, upgrading bathrooms, dressing rooms, as well as the ventilation system, and things like that. So this does have a special place in their hearts. Yeah, right. I gotta step my game up. I love, I love, I love those kind of donations. You know, especially the the HBCUs. Five million. That's a lot. That's a lot. Give me some time. I gotta grow. I gotta grow up first. But when I get there. All right, now Kim, like Kim Kardashian has passed California's baby bar exam. So what is the baby a, bar? I was confused because at first I thought she passed the bar, but then they said it's a baby bar. Right, because it's you like know you don't have to go to law school uh, in California in order to, but you do have to pass the test. So um, she had actually failed the exam three times during the past couple of years, but in order to become eligible for the exam. Uh, for to take the bar, I guess you have to take this first. Oh, you, since she didn't go to school for it, so she got to pass the baby bar, and then she got to pass the the real bar. So yes, yeah, the first year mm. law students examination okay. is what it is. So she did pass it. So she's very proud of herself for that, and she posted about that as well. Okay. All congrats right. To her. No, congrats to Kim Kardashian. I, I I don't you know it comes a point in time where we have to stop acting like the Kardashians are stupid, right? Right. It comes a point in time where we have to stop lying to ourselves about that. I they're would stupid. I wouldn't. Yes. No, I don't think they're that. stupid. Yeah. I mean, they have a, a, a net worth yeah. of how much? But no, a lot of people. A lot of a lot of a lot of people like to put that on them though. Over like, a billion you know, dollars like for just, all of them? No. I don't think exactly. I don't think that you consistently exactly. achieve and and thrive the way that they have by being stupid at all. That's all I'm saying. That's right. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, up next is the People's Choice Mix. Get your request, 800-585-1051. And don't forget, pre-order my book, Real Life, Real Love, uh, a relationship book with me and my wife. We break down everything from we've been through from insecurities to uh, forgiveness to raising our kids, uh, cheating to everything you possibly name. We break it down to how we got through it and how we're getting through it and all that. So uh, you can pre-order that book right now. Amazon, Abrams, Barnes and Nobles, wherever you buy your books. Okay, let's go. And if you pre-order now, it comes with my lost chapter, uh, chapter sixty-nine, real life, real butt. <laughs> so make sure you make sure you order that. If you got if you pre-order now, you get the lost chapter. It won't be available once the book drops, but you got to pre-order now. Oh my goodness, man! All right, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. 
It's here, the most star-studded black western ever made. The Harder They Fall, directed by James Samuel. Alongside a killer soundtrack that features original songs by Jay-Z, Kid Cudi, and more. Watch now on Netflix and stream the soundtrack now on all platforms. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Hey. Happy Tuesday. Salute to Entertainment Tonight. They came by uh, the set of The God's Honest Truth, and they did this um, nice profile piece on, you know, the cultural institution that we're building over there at The God's Honest Truth. So thank you to Entertainment Tonight. Thank you to Access Hollywood, too. Access Hollywood pulled up as well. And they did a nice piece as well. So thank you to both of those those entities for uh, paying attention to what we're doing at the God's Honest Truth, my late night talk show that you can stream right now on Paramount Plus. Yeah, and and also shout out to Miss Isabella. Uh, she is the youngest vendor at any of my car shows. She's eight years old. She uh, has her own table. And she sells her own things. And it's really, really dope. She does very well. She creates headphones for kids. Um, she's a businesswoman, an entrepreneur, and she's a young girl, eight years old. So if you're out there, go support this young girl. It's I love to see things like this. She has all types of cool things for kids and, and even adults. And every car show she comes, she pays for her table, and she sets herself up, her and her mom. And this is her stuff. This is things that she orders. And she started this at seven years old, of course, with the help of her mom. But how dope is that? At seven, eight That's years dope. old, would you think about having a, a table at a car show selling headphones and things like that? Not at all. So... If you can, definitely check her out and support her. We need to see more things like this, all right? Her name is Isabella, I-Z. Miss Isabella Does It All is her Instagram. Miss, M-I-S-S, Isabella Does It All. That's her Instagram. And go support the young girl, man. I love the fact that she's an entrepreneur, and that's what we should be setting up for the next generation. I love she's starting so early. All right, and when we come back, we got the positive note, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning, and uh, don't forget, pre-order my book. It comes out in April, the end of April, May next year. It's uh, Real Life, Real Love. It's a book uh, me and my wife wrote together. It's all about our relationships, the ups, the downs, the everything you could possibly imagine that we've been through and, and how we kept this marriage together. Um, it wasn't easy. It's never easy. It's always... Communication has always worked, Charlemagne to tell you. But uh, we break down everything about our relationship, whether it's, you know, raising kids, whether it's uh, how we met, insecurities, forgiveness, uh, cheating, you name it. We talk about it and we break it down how we went through each and every uh, aspect of our life. So pick it up, pre-order it. Amazon, I got to pre-order that. Abrams, uh, Barnes & Nobles, wherever you buy your books, definitely uh, pre-order that book. Yes, it's a beautiful I'm going to pre-order that today. Nice no, holiday What chapter am I in? What chapter... What, what, what you, chapter am I in? What are you talking about? What, what are you talking about? Keeping it spicy. Because I wrote something for the book, right? Right. What chapter am I in? Why? What, what, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't trust I'm you. asking. I need to know what chapter I'm in because I didn't get a copy of the book to read to see if y'all edited anything. I but asked I'm just for a copy you know too. Right I would now, love to see this book. What? If there's anything edited, <laughs> if anything I actually wrote is edited, I'm leaking the lost chapter. What is the lost okay. chapter? What is the lost chapter? Chapter 69, brother. <laughs> chapter 69. All right? <laughs> okay? So you better be on your P's and Q's, all right? My goodness. Man, leave us on a positive note, jerk. Listen, the positive note is simple, all right? You got to include God in everything. Period. That's it. You got to include God in everything, period. I thank God for it all. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?